0: And now, Canada Hoops, hosted by Maddie Ireland.
1: Everybody, welcome back to Canada Hoops. It's your boy Maddie. As always, we appreciate the support. Continue to download us, like us, share us, retweet us. Happy March Madness! I hope you filled out your bracket. Go, Gonzaga. Go! All right, ladies and gentlemen, joining me now on Canada Hoops is a former Loyola Warrior, Boston Trinity Lion and Cape Breton University caper. He is an entrepreneur, a basketball player development specialist, and a founder of the Northway. He is Kayon Mayers. Kayon, how you doing, man?
0: I'm good, man. I appreciate the intro and just having me on here today.
1: No, it's it's cool to have you on. Uh, You know, I love what you're doing with the Northway and for the community. Um, You know, I think it's great stuff, and I know... uh, you are big on promoting the game and in Canada and Canadian players and um you know I think what you're doing is great and I love how uh you know you sort of giving love to us at Canada Hoop so I want to do the same for you man
0: thank you bro appreciate it
1: absolutely um oh yeah and you represent Mississauga so shout out to Mississauga great city (laughs) Yeah. yeah um hey how how have you doing how have you done during the pandemic man how's it been for you and your family
0: um it's 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 been fine with, with us to be honest this is just me and my wife so okay um just been chilling and like it's i guess it's caused us a lot of us to pivot in terms of like business goals and and doing events and certain things of that nature but um it's been great because it just helps you focus on like what really matters in life and just make the most of what you have.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think um, it's given a lot of people a chance to reflect on, you know, what's important and embrace the little things. And uh, I know we've tried to do that as a family and anyone that's come on the podcast, you know, it's been interesting to hear their take on things and, uh, you know, see how the pandemic's affected them. And it's, it's been really different for a lot of people and, Mm -hmm. You know, I'm glad to hear that uh, you all have been safe and healthy and, uh, you know, you keep moving forward. That's important, man.
0: Yeah,
1: 100%, man. Uh, before we kind of get into the Northway and uh, your career, it's March Madness. And, yeah. Uh, they had the first four kick off today. Um, did you fill out a bracket? Do you do uh,
0: that? No, nah. Nah, I don't really. Um, honestly, like I've been watching here and there. Right. But like it's hard with like, um, work and then trying to build this to really pay attention enough. But I know like I've been watching Gonzaga. I'd say I've watched the most of the preseason and up till now. I'd say like I think that's my favorite as far as who's gonna win.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's your squad to win it all.
0: Yeah. What about
1: you? Yeah, I got I got Gonzaga winning it, but I got my Final Four as the Zags. Um, I'm looking at my bracket right now. I got a little bit of a, maybe a sleeper there, a 2C, but I got Alabama beating Michigan to go to the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I put Baylor in. I put Illinois in. And, yeah, I like the Zags too, and uh, I've always tried to follow them. They seem like they get a lot of Canadians there. And then uh, mm-hmm. Andrew, Andrew Nemhard this year. So they're an exciting team, and they, they just look like um, they're ready to sweep the whole thing and go undefeated, so that'll be exciting. Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Um, all right, man. Let's let's talk about the Northway and, and what you're doing with that. And, um, you know, just, you know, why did you start it up? And, you know, just tell our, our Canada Hoops listeners what the Northway is all about, man.
0: Um. So just to give everybody like a quick synopsis, like, um, so basically, my friends and I, when we grew up in high school, started a brand uh, called the Northway, my brother and I, to be specific. And um. It was originally a clothing line, but it was like, this is not our, this is not our passion. And we are more so about, you know, growing up in Canadian basketball, playing AU with some of the biggest teams and just always being around is just like, we want to build a, cl- a platform for Canadians and by Canadians. Right. Cause like, I feel like, like you said, right. Earlier, um, unless you're like in the NBA, like, or a top guy in the NBA, like they don't really care about you or one of the, nationally ranked guy. So I want to kind of cover all the people who kind of just, who I've seen and before me and just made up this, this whole Canadian basketball thing.
1: No, it's special. And, uh, you know, I'm glad uh, you were able to come on and, you know, share that. I like, um, you know, when we, you and I have messaged back and forth on social media and just, you know, what, what, uh, you know, you're promoting and, you know, you're about the community uh, I think mm-hmm. it's really great, and I think it's great that uh, everyone can kind of get a, a seat at the table and break bread together and, you know, enjoy what what is a really a special, um, I believe it's a special time in the country with the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing a big movement of talent, and it's been well documented, but uh, I think it takes people like yourself to highlight players even more, uh, show how special they are show how special uh, the community is, man. So, mm-hmm. you know, I appreciate what you're doing and, um, uh, you know, everyone needs to check out the North way. We'll, we'll drop the social media handles later in the episode, but, uh, Thank you you know, you. what Thank you're you. do. what you're doing is great, man. And, uh, we really appreciate it.
0: Thanks a lot, man. Same with you, man. Don't you know? Yeah, no, yeah, really.
1: We're trying, man. Appreciate that. Um, all right man, let's get into the game and and your love of the game and how it started for you. Did you did you try other sports too or was basketball kind of always right in front of you?
0: Uh yeah, so I grew up playing basketball like predominantly playing basketball, but um I was into soccer and okay. football. But um my mom didn't really have like the the finance cuz she's a single parent and there's four of us. So Right. couldn't really play a bunch of sports so any chance I'd get to play at school I'd play soccer as well as basketball and
1: yeah just kind of do that so when you started really uh you know loving the game and playing basketball and saying yeah I'm a hooper who did you uh look up to on the court and whose game did you really like
0: um growing up man um my favorite players were um like the I'd say the biggest influence is just Michael Jordan and his mentality, and Sam Cassell, and nice,
1: uh, nice. just
0: just seeing Vince how he uh, kind of he kind of took over Toronto and put the game on the map.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, um, I think that's a first Sam Cassell reference for uh, somebody on Canada hoops. Man, I like that. You know, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, well, he's just he just gets it done, man, and he he knows how yeah. to play play and compete. I like that. And then uh, yeah. And I mean, a lot of a lot of the GTA guys, like yourself, you know, Vince was a big influence. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, he was even, you know, for the whole country, really. I mean, he captivated uh, all of Canada, really, and uh, mm-hmm. had a lot of people really starting to focus on basketball in Canada and and the Raptors. And uh, you know, I think Vince uh, definitely needs to get a lot of love for sure.
0: One hundred percent,
1: no doubt. Um, so as you start getting into high school. You started Mississauga at uh, Loyola Catholic. Um, Mm -hmm. What are your best memories playing there? Uh, And I know you had some kind of pretty good teammates, but what are your best memories starting out playing in uh, Loyola there?
0: Um, I'd say, like, just that my my teammates and just winning, because, like, um, I grew up playing for a, a team called Mississauga Monarchs, and we all kind of stuck together for the most parts and, and, and just playing with like, uh, Nick Stelskis who I grew up playing with. And then another, one of my brothers who's now in the CFL and Juwan Breskison and right. my, my, my younger brother, Tremel Mears. And we, we all went there and we won, um, you know, I guess it's regionals, I guess it's the RAPSA. Okay. So yeah, we were one of like, probably, I think we were the first team to do that for the school. So that was big.
1: I think uh I don't know if he's still here but Jawan's uh was playing in Calgary with the Stampeders, correct?
0: Yeah, he's um he's with the uh Argos now.
1: Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and then um at that age, you know, uh what was Nick like just real quick uh not to take away from you but just Nick as a No, no, not as a, as a young uh, hooper there, what was Nick uh, like, you know, and his game?
0: Um So like, I feel like his biggest jump was in grade uh, grade 10 to 11. So, like, okay. he was always a good shooter and you could handle the ball a bit and, like, very skilled, And but he was short. He was, like, 5'8". Right. And then he just made a big, like, he grew, like, 7 inches in one summer. He was 6'5". He was always disciplined. Like, after school, like, um, a lot of us would hang out, but he would go straight home, do his homework. And he had a court in his backyard, so – he put up like a thousand makes a day and you know, just it, it all paid off.
1: No doubt. No doubt. He's, uh, you know, I'm hoping that he'll get another opportunity to, I know he had a pretty good, uh, little stint mm-hmm. with the nine Oh five, but, uh, definitely one of the best shooters we probably had to come out of this country for sure.
0: No, hundred percent by far. Yeah.
1: Okay. On, uh, what led you to go to Boston Trinity and, um, make that move to go down there and, you know, what was the decision behind that? And, how was that as, a, as an experience going to the U.S. and, and doing
0: that? Um, it was a great experience. Um, so basically, after we won Rob, uh, um I was playing with CIA Bounce, and I was talking to my coach, Nicky Davis, about going in prep because I wanted to play against, like, all my friends were going, and I wanted to play against the best players. So he actually had a school for me in New Jersey, but then my mom was like, scared so she like found a smaller school that's in boston and it turned out being a great experience and just like um just maturing as a man as as a person like it was a it was a great move
1: yeah i mean um do you feel like that move really set you up for a lot of uh better exposure and recruitment more than you would have stayed home
0: yeah definitely and it it helped me develop uh A lot quicker in the short period of time because um, I had to like catch up to the players because like my league, my league consisted of like a lot of guys who are in the NBA right now. So like Michael Carter Williams, Nick Stauskas was was there. Um, Wayne Seldom Junior, Nerlens Noel, George Niang. Wow.
1: Um,
0: Yeah, so it was the league was it was tough like. Just in the playoffs and 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 playing out there. There's a lot of top guys in the net sack.
1: Got you. Um, so when you wrapped your time up there, what what were you looking at for options to go uh, play in college or university? Mm-hmm. What were you looking at?
0: So, like uh, for me, I actually played really well. But the thing is, and I want kids to like hear this. And uh, before I went there, um, I didn't really take school seriously. So. I had to get my GPA up. I got it up a lot, but not enough to qualify for my scholarship. So I had, I had Georgia Southern, they offered and I had Providence, they offered and, but that all like, it didn't work out. So I was like, okay, uh, what's the next step? And so I looked into JUCO and I committed to JUCO, but I was like, this is just not the best route for me. So I looked into like okay, what's the best school, and and that led me to Cape Breton University. After a year of sitting out after high school,
1: yeah. Well, I, I like the the fact you went to CBU, and uh, give you a little background. My wife is actually from Cape Breton; she's from North Sydney. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> you, you know, looking up your story and getting to know it better, and um, you know, when you're a celebrated Caper, no doubt. And I just thought, man, that's that's crazy cool. And, uh, yeah. you know, I love, I love Cape Breton. I love the people there. Um, yeah. you know, her family has uh, welcomed me. Um, and I mean, uh, the community in there just is so great. Um, what are your, was it a culture shock kind of going there for you, uh, and getting used to like that small scene or did it really matter or no?
0: Uh, not, it didn't really matter to be honest. Cause, um, Yeah. Like obviously coming from Toronto and like being in a predominantly black school and then going to Cape Breton, it's a lot different, but the people are nice. And like, for me, uh, going to Boston Trinity, like I was used to like making major cultural changes. So, um, it was a great experience being there.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, like you said, the people, uh, you know, they're proud people and, uh, Humble and hardworking, and they will they will help you with anything they can. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I thought that was a great uh, great point, and so cool that you went there. Uh, you know, what are your best memories of being a caper at CBU and, and playing in um, you know youth mm-hmm. sports?
0: Um, my first year, um, two. I have two great memories. So, like, um, for my career, like, just everywhere we've went, like, from growing up, we've won. So um, just playing at Loyola winning, playing at um, Boston Trinity and winning our, um, states over there. And then just going here and then my first year there playing behind uh, literally an NBA level point guard and Jimmy Dorsey and just learning so much from him. Um, so that was one of the great memories because like he had teams like Miami, uh, Washington, OKC. Slam Magazine was calling him. So, like, to have someone of that character and and skill level to learn from was was amazing. And then us winning our first championship uh, that year, my first year, and just being a part of that and playing and being on the floor, winning that conference championship and going to nationals, like, was a great experience.
1: Yeah. Do you feel like um, basketball in that part of the country, that, you know, the AUS conference is uh – you know, there's a lot of history there and at times maybe, mm-hmm. you know, the talent and the teams are slept on. But do you feel like, you know, the East Coast and what the game is like, you know, is slept mm-hmm. on in terms of Canada?
0: In that conference?
1: Yeah, just, you know, the game as a whole in in the East Coast and the conference, like it feels mm-hmm. like, you know, other parts of the country will get a lot of love and, oh, rec- okay. and get yeah. a lot of recognition. But do you feel like, you know, that conference on the East Coast is, is kind of slept on?
0: Uh it's 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 different. I'm not gonna say this slept on. It's definitely different. The game's different. It's more like fast paced, run and gun. So it's like harder, like when you're playing, you come to play against Ontario teams who are bigger, more athletic. Right. So um I think it's a fair a fair judgment, but like Nova Scotia as a whole, like especially in Halifax, the players that are coming out of there, like right. I played with Rod Al Lindell Wigginton. Right. Um yeah they they're super talented.
1: Yeah, I like uh I like the scene out there and I think the game is um it's got a lot of deep roots in the history and I like to shout it out it doesn't get uh, enough love sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um Kion, despite, you know, your playing career kind of ending prematurely and perhaps like not on your own terms, so to speak, yeah. um uh, you know, how did you approach that transition and and new and exciting opportunities, man?
0: Um, to be honest, that was probably like one of the toughest parts of my life, just because like, um, that transition from my first and second year playing behind Jimmy, I learned so much, and like, I put so much work in that that summer, right? But then like, like I had uh, I ruptured my patella, and like my my body was never the same, and then you know just getting injured again after that and rupturing my other patella, so um. It was a big transition and just having, oh, to see like, okay, what's life like outside of like a basketball career? Like, what do I like? What am I interested in? Right. And I think that's something, that's another reason why I started the Northway because like these stories, not mine necessarily, but of other people using the game to, to, to leverage it into a career after basketball and find their passion outside of it while they're playing. Right. It's, it's just, it does a lot for, for the next generation because it's like, you don't want the, the next kid to make the mistake you made.
1: Right. No, I was, um, and that was, you know, one of the reasons I was excited to get you on because I feel like, you know, people can learn from everyone's career. So, you, mm-hmm. know, you, you know, you had unfortunate injuries, you know, you would have loved to play longer. You mm-hmm. know, God, God had a different plan for you. And I mean you can talk to other players and like, yeah, they'll play 20 years and, and Mm -hmm. and it's just, you know, you're a person and many others like yourself have sort of set an example and and people can learn from. And I think that's important. And, you know, I know you you're big on the youth mentorship and and whatnot. And I feel like, you know, that's something that young players got to be aware of is like, you know, the game might stop tomorrow. You know, you never know, you never know and you got to be prepared and, you got to be willing to move on and uh you know i think that's a great message man i appreciate you sharing that
0: yeah no problem man
1: yeah um listen overall with the talent and uh you know you you highlight this all the time on the north way um you know are you you know are you surprised at how much the game has exploded in canada more than ever and just both on the men's and women's sides
0: no, I'm not, I'm not surprised at all. Cause like just growing up seeing, um, like growing up around, like at the time I was on like the best AAU team in, in the country was a CIA balance. Right. So just alone in our practices, there was like a hundred kids like who are all like amazing. And then like going to the States and going to different parts of Canada and seeing the talent in the, in the East coast, when we used to go to tournaments there and then, you know, going to places like Montreal, like it's it's no surprise because then it's like um, those guys who made it far, let's say, to the NCAA or to the pros, right. they're coming back to their communities now and they're giving back. So it's only right that the game is growing this much.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. And I feel like, um, you know, at the grassroots level, uh, you know, a lot of the communities in the country are, are doing it the right way with the game, um, you know, and the game is a lot more uh, structured and also accessible now and it's you know, mm-hmm. other other sports are having a hard time competing with that and keeping up because the other sports like hockey for example are expensive you know and exactly they- and then also with the you know with the way the game is in the country and you know the the opportunities are always opening up for people too in both the media and the front office roles for teams and you look at the 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 CBL that looks like a really strong league and great opportunity for guys to come back home and play and then it's also it's become an opportunity for former players who have since retired and uh, hung up the sneakers to get into situations and BGMs and uh, assistant GMs or coaches it's you know it's exciting too what that league is doing as well mm-hmm
0: a hundred percent man that that league is the best league in Canada and I think they're gonna make a lot of big moves, and just continue to grow,
1: agreed, and they're putting the right people in place and uh there's a lot of support uh I know uh I'm looking forward to seeing you know what the season will be like for them this year, you know um what's your take you know obviously on Canada hoops we like to talk about Canada basketball and our Canadian hoopers what's your take on the Canada basketball as a program and and maybe the senior men's team are you are you seeing a change in the mindset of our top players where, you know, they're a little bit more bought in and now they're going to try to make more of a, a sacrifice to represent Canada? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, just like, obviously like we, there's a lot to basketball as we know, like as far as like the political side and the behind the scenes stuff. So I guess um, from what we're seeing, like, I guess they've like fixed a lot of that and just, Hiring a guy like Nick Nurse, and then having like some of your best young talent like Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Nikhil, and RJ like committing it's and Dylan Brooks like all those guys committing to playing It's just like oh, okay like the rest of you guys really don't have a choice because like you know these are the future of Canada basketball. So just seeing those guys step up, I think I think the senior team is in a great position, and I think we'll eventually be able to beat Team USA.
1: No, I agree, man, and it feels like, you know, if you get a more uh, of a balance where guys are bought in like you said and your key guys is going to pull a lot of other people too, you know, and I've had talks with other people where you know, a guy like Jamal, he he even sees he seems committed and uh you know, he's he's kind of like the man, he's the alpha guy and if he if he's going to if he's going to go and he's going to play I think it's going to bring a lot of guys out as well. And then, you know, it's been well documented. We all have commitments and uh, you know, we're doing uh, everyone's doing what they can to try to play, but you know, certain situations happen and it's not always easy. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully this summer we can get a a quality turnout for the qualifying tournament and the Olympics are supposed to be a go and uh, we need to qualify first. We need our, our best team that we can put forward in Victoria, but I'm excited, man. Um well with that in mind, who's who's K. on Mayor's top five for Canada basketball of all time, man?
0: Oh of all time? Oh wow. Um obviously Steve Nash. <laughs> Steve Nash. Steve Nash is de- definitely number one. Um uh Andrew Wiggins Jamal Murray, Shea. And then, like, um, for me, I grew up watching Corey Joseph and I just seen him do some amazing things. So I got to put him in there, too.
1: That's a great five. And I love uh, you start with uh, maybe the goat like Steve and then, you know, finish with a guy like Corey who's just been uh, a true warrior for the program. And he's always done whatever he can to play. And, uh, you know, when you talk to a lot of people about Corey, he's, He's kind of that next guy after Steve, and a little bit of a trailblazer. And um, anyone that has either come on Canada hoops or you know follows the program, you know, he's just uh, a guy that gets a lot of love and and respect. You know, so that's exciting. Okay, on uh, any shout outs or thank yous, man. Um,
0: just just uh, I just want to shout out everybody who who's working through the pandemic and just trying to stay positive and they may be struggling, just, just keep your head up. Um, you know, don't worry, just be optimistic and keep a a positive attitude.
1: Yeah. I like that, man. Uh, I think that'll resonate with a lot of people, you know, and, um, people are doing what they can to stay positive and, and, you know, push through, man. We appreciate that. Uh I'll just shout you out here. If we can find the North Way on Twitter at the Northway. Same as in as Instagram at the North Way. And then people can find you. you can find Kion On Mayors on Twitter at k On Also on Instagram at k On Mayors. Uh, Kayon, ma'am, it's been a great uh opportunity to connect with you. I you know I love following the North Way and yourself. You know, we really do appreciate and respect what you're doing for Canadian basketball and the community. And as you like to say on the North Way for the culture, uh, you know, no doubt, man, you'll always uh, be a friend of Canada hoops there, man. Much love to you.
0: I just appreciate what you're doing as well. Just just seeing the episodes you've been putting out and staying consistent and, and the effort you're putting into it. I, I see, you know, as long as you keep going, this thing is going to, keep changing and inspiring lives so thanks a lot maddie
1: yeah yeah no we appreciate that and uh, i love uh just having an opportunity to you know perhaps have a seat at the table with everybody and uh you know just spread the game and and give love to the community and you know meet uh new people and, and chop it up with them it's been exciting and um you know i just love how Everyone has just been so gracious with their time. I'm forever grateful and, uh, you know, very thankful, man. No problem, man. All right, man. We'll talk soon. Take care, okay?
0: All right, brother. You have a good
1: one. All right, everybody. That's a wrap on another episode of Canada Hoops. I want to thank Kaon Myers and the North Way for pulling up. I want to thank you for listening. Continue to download us, like us, share us, retweet us. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Until next time, I'm your boy, Maddie. Thank you for listening to Canada Hoops.